The interesting thing about sports is this, and a lot of people just don't get it. Sports, for the most part, and I mean, not absolutely, but for the most part, is how society should be. When athletes get together in competition or in camaraderie as teammates, between those white lines, on that court, or on that field of strife, there's a respect, there's sort of a relationship where people get along, there's sportsmanship for the most part that's exhibited. It's all the things that are missing in large segments of society. At Gary Roosevelt, the biggest rivalry, I mean a rivalry that probably rivaled the Bears and the Packers was Gary Roosevelt and Gary Frabel. I guess because the two schools were nearest each other, Gary Roosevelt being on 25th Avenue, Frabel on 15th, and Frabel had a sizable black population at the time. And so it was a natural rivalry, and they were pretty darn good as well. You know, if I see a Frabel guy walk into a room, uh, you know, like Ghostbusters, you, you put the signs up, you know, beware. I mean, so we have a lot of fun with that, but it was a great rivalry, and what it did was it kind of made both of us, meaning the institutions, better because we tried to outdo each other in every respect. Now, Frabel did have the benefit being in a school that was majority white, and so they had amenities, let's say, some things that we didn't have, but then they had some things working against them, too. They had a certain day where they could swim, the pool had to be drained, and then the pool was made ready for the regular student body and things like that, so we didn't have to encounter those things. Roosevelt and Frabel played. It was not just the Roosevelt fans and the Frabel fans there. It was Gary's folks there to see Roosevelt and Frabel. That was big stuff. And if we were playing one of the all-white schools, their fan base was still there, rivaling our fan base. There was no taunting back and forth, no racial epithets, none of that. I guess it was in that safe haven of sports competition at that particular time. Now, when the game was over and people went to their own segregated neighborhoods or went to wherever else they went, then you deal with whatever the realities of the day was. In football, we could only uh, win the city championship. We were not allowed to go into the state finals and the playoffs and all of that. We couldn't do that. We could do it in basketball, uh, I guess because of basketball being hoochie hysteria and the state's game and that kind of thing. So there were some institutional racial situations that affected us. I remember my junior year in football, we had to play Lou Wallace at Gilroy Stadium for the city championship. Lou Wallace was a state powerhouse, ranked in the top 10 in the state. We had a great team. Now Lou Wallace was going to the playoffs, so that was, that was our playoff. That was as much as we can do, and they were heavily favored. I'll never forget. We were in the dressing room. Not only were all of our coaches there, the basketball coaches, the assistant coaches, our principals, they were telling us that we were carrying the banner for Roosevelt High School. They were telling us that people were belittling us. Uh, they could outthink us. They were smarter than we were. You know, they were better organized. They were all of these things. I tell you, we went out there on that field with fire in our eyes. I think uh, by the halftime, we had pretty much had their entire starting backfield have to leave the game. Uh, we wound up winning the game 25-6, to six, winning the city championship. I can't sit here and tell you that those things that were told to us from a historical perspective 
did not fuel our performance. But when you look at the kids, uh, the 15, the 16, the 17 year olds, maybe at that point it just not had been taught and acquired. The Wallace High School, Word High School, those schools were all white when I was playing. And we'd stomp them. I mean, you know, we would stomp them. But you know what those guys would do? They'd shake our hands on the court, man. They'd come to watch our practices just to see how we executed. And we joke back and forth, laugh and joke, because, you know, at that stage, the racism had not been acquired, hadn't been taught by the adults, or they had not grown up as adults and gone into environments, either work, college, or whatever, where the racism was reinforced. Uh, kids were kids, they were innocent. And again, as I say, with athletes, it was just a whole different kind of bonding.